0: For months now, I've been going over molten salt reactor technology, going over different approaches and designs, as well as the companies with the will to pursue them. At the end of the day, do any of them have a chance to make it to market first? One company has a solid chance, and today I'm going to tell you which. I'm Sean Kenny, and this is (laughs) RockLogic. again and welcome to rock logic. I'm your host Sean Kenny and today we're going to be going over a company that has a solid chance of building advanced reactors not just in our lifetime but within this decade. And unlike many other nuclear startups, this one plans on building a true thorium molten salt reactor. That's right, I'm talking about Thorcon, an American company that looks to take the good work done by the good guys at Oak Ridge National Labs with the MSRE experiment and bringing them to the commercial market. How do you ask? Well, that's what I'm going to go over. Before I get into the details, I need, first need to provide some context. One of the major issues that a lot of nuclear startups run into is regulatory hurdles. Many Western nations lack the political will or desire to develop advanced reactors uh, that operate differently than traditional light water reactors. The United States, of course, is no exception. Though there have been many positive developments made from the Department of Energy in the last four years, such as issuing grants to nuclear startups and funding multi-billion dollar development programs to develop new technologies, there still lies one major hurdle. If you remember episode 2, we discussed the Nuclear Regulatory Commission and the issues with granting licenses that don't meet regulatory codes associated with light water reactors. If your reactor operates differently than a traditional LWR using solid fuel, you don't get a license to build. The NRC also favors uranium over thorium. How does Thorcon plan on circumventing these challenges? Simple, they're not building one here. Thorcon Power is partnering with the Indonesian regulators to not just build a prototype, but to form the regulatory code necessary to assure the general public that this technology is safer and cleaner than one has been used before. Indonesia is the fourth largest country by population density, behind just the United States. Like many developing nations, they have a growing need for cheap, abundant electricity to develop their economy. Right now, the only way for them to meet this need is to burn coal. What ThorCon is doing is they're making the business case that you can produce energy from thorium and make it cheaper than coal. Now, this is the way they plan on achieving that. For starters, the parent company of which ThorCon is a subsidiary has really good experience in the shipbuilding industry. The strategy they're going with is to utilize modern shipbuilding practices to construct everything, the reactors, the turbine generators, the switchyard, and have everything assembled into a large floating barge. All the construction for the plant is done at the shipyard and then towed out to sea where it parks outside a large city and generates power. This works out seeing as 80% of the global population lives within 100 miles of an ocean or a major river. It also resolves the issues with construction. Conventional nuclear power plants have 90% of the construction done on site. This leaves it open to delays, waste, and cost overruns. With Thorcon's approach, everything is done in factory conditions where automation can ensure the highest level of productivity, and thus the highest level of quality control less guesswork, and more commonality in terms of a single standard design. The reactor design is also a major factor at reducing costs. It's by and large a scaled up version of the original molten salt reactor experiment. No new technology and thus no extra money needed for research and development. It's a single fluid burner design as opposed to some of the more advanced reactors that we've discussed in the past. It's less compact, doesn't breed new fuel, and it certainly isn't optimized for medical isotope extraction. However, this is seen as an asset rather than a liability because simplicity is key. If you look at a cutaway of the reactor, you can see it's nothing more than just a pot, a few pumps, few drain tanks, and a primary heat exchanger. All the critical components are housed in one can, and after four years of operation, the reactor stops, cools off, and is replaced with another reactor, while the old one is recycled and the waste products are disposed of, thus radically reducing the complexity in regards to maintenance. Like with other molten salt reactor designs, the reactor operates at high temperatures and low pressures. This means that you don't need any large containment vessels for safety, thus less steel, less concrete and other materials are needed. You also have added measures of safety in regards to plant operation. 99% fuel burn up means less waste and in the event of an emergency, the fuel can be drained in tanks below the reactor where fission stops. At this point, you need some water for decay heat removal in which The design has passive safety systems in place for that. By comparison to a coal plant, it only gets better. A typical one gigawatt coal plant burns 10,000 tons of fuel per day and produces hundreds of thousands of tons of solid waste per year. A Thorcon plant only uses 280 tons of uranium and thorium fuel salt every eight years and burns up 99% of the fuel during that time. Less waste and fewer materials equals fewer costs. Aside from the reactor grade materials, everything is off the shelf. The steam turbines for power conversion are the same ones used in coal or nuclear plants. Instead of Phleib salt, which requires lithium enrichment, Thorcon uses sodium beryllium fluoride which works just fine under the conditions of this reactor. Even the fuel that is used is readily available today. The main point is no new technology is required and thus no new supply chains are needed to be developed. With all this taken into account, we see a 50% reduction in capital costs and a 40% reduction in operating costs by comparison to coal. Like with regular nuclear plants, there are zero emissions. The operational conditions are much safer, uh, and due to the energy density of the fuel and the conditions of the reactor, less waste is produced relative to the amount of power generated. This makes a very clear case for Indonesia that Thorium, molten salt reactors can be cold, not just on cost, but on every conceivable metric. This is very promising for the rest of the developing world. Thorcon plans on doing both pre-fission and regular fission testing in the next 5 years, and with commercial rollout to follow shortly thereafter. Once volume production is achieved, Thorcon can conceivably mass produce 100 gigawatts of new nuclear power plants every year with shipyard construction. Once they demonstrate these capabilities uh, in Indonesia, other developing countries will follow suit. And by the year 2050, we could see a radical shift towards global decarbonization. And with electricity below 3 cents per kilowatt hour, you can grow economies of these nations to the point where they can achieve North American standards of living, uh, reducing poverty, and combating climate change on a massive scale. Because of this massive potential, I plan on covering this company in future episodes. For now, I'm Sean Kenny, and this is Rock Logic. Hey, thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you liked it, we'd really appreciate it if you subscribed and rated it five stars on whatever platform you're listening on. We're a new podcast trying to reach new people and every bit of support counts. Also, we cross-post every podcast episode on YouTube. So if you want to see charts and other visual aids to go along with the content or just my beautiful face, feel free to check us out there.